Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Six Figure Gutter Cleaner Podcast. I am your host, Don Sewing. The mission of the Six Figure Gutter Cleaner Podcast is to help you, the entrepreneur, to become a six figure gutter cleaner. That is, to give you the tools to build a business that will net you six figures with gutter cleaning as your primary service. The Six Figure Gutter Cleaner Podcast is beneficial not just to professional gutter cleaners, but to home service professionals of all kinds. Whether you are a window cleaner, a pressure washer, a landscaper, HVAC tech, whatever the case may be, you can benefit from the principles that are taught in the Six Figure Gutter Cleaner Podcast. In this episode, I am going to be talking about this. If you don't get any no's, you are not in the know. If you don't get any no's, you are not in the know. Now, when I say if you don't get any no's, I am speaking within the context of dealing with prospects and giving them price quotes. I have heard other professionals say something to the effect that If your pricing is right, then your quote should be accepted maybe 70-75% of the time. Now, the other percentage of the time, they should be rejected. You should be getting no's. So, if you are considerably below that percentage let's say half the time you get no's and half the time you get yeses, then your prices may be a little too high. But if you are getting all yeses and no no's, then your prices are definitely too low. And so that's why I say that if you don't get any no's, you are not in the know. In other words, you're not in the know. You're not knowledgeable of what can be most profitable for your business. So let me give you an example of why you need no's. There was a lady who I recently did work for. Now, years ago, she lived in a different neighborhood. She had a smaller house. I think I cleaned her gutters for $125. And she moved to a different neighborhood and she had a bigger house. And she asked me for a price quote. And so I quoted her a price. I quoted her, I believe it was $200, around $200. And she had said, oh, no, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not able to afford that. I don't, uh, you know, my income, it's limited. And, you know, she just gave me a definite no on that. She said, is there any kind of coupon code that you have, any kind of discounts you can give? So... What I told her, I said, well, I'm not going to give you a discount. What I will say is this, if you can, if you can find a friend, if you can find a friend that will have their gutters cleaned at the same time you have your gutters cleaned, then I will give you both a discount. And so her last words were, if I have to find somebody in order to get a discount, then I'm just not going to do it. And so her answer was no. She rejected my price at 200 And what I had said to her, I, I just said, okay. 
And I left it at that. I didn't chase her down. I didn't say, okay, all right, listen, listen. I just, I really want to keep you as a customer. Let me go ahead and lower the price. No, I didn't do that. But I stood my ground. And the reason why I stood my ground is experience. Because this is not my first rodeo that I've been through this so many times before. And lo and behold... The lady ended up reaching back out to me and said, tell you what, I'm just going to get it off of my credit card and I want to go ahead and get the job done. So I did the job at the original price that I quoted, which was around $200, because I did not budge. Okay, and what I just explained to you there has happened to me many times over. I would quote the price, they would kick at the price, and just, uh, and they would even give me an emphatic no. But then they would look around and get other bids, and for some reason or another, they would come back to me and they would accept my price. I've had situations where people would actually hire somebody else who did it uh, for a lower price than me, and they were not satisfied with the work, and so they came back to me and would accept my quote they would they would accept my price that i originally quoted them and i would end up getting the job you know there's a scripture that says it is not it is not saith the buyer but then he goes his way and boasts so the idea behind that is that People will haggle with you on price, and people will make it seem like your prices are too high. I can't afford that. But then, if they do finally give in and you do the job, they'll go and just boast to people about you know what you did and how great of a job you did and, and all of that. And so, what that scripture is saying is that people can really put on a front like that. I mean, let's back out of this situation for a moment. Let's back out of this gutter cleaning situation for a moment. Now, $200 is a typical gutter cleaning job. All right. Think about other things that people spend $200 on. Think about other things people blow $200 on. It's easy to blow $200 if you go to a nice restaurant with your spouse, especially if you have drinks and $200 is gone. There are people that easily spend $200 on a pair of shoes that they're not even going to be wearing anymore next year. And so if you go back and go through my episode on gutter cleaning in a golf club, all right, then I, I go into great detail about this concept. This concept that, uh, if I could just give a short review of that episode, just the whole concept of perceived value, and just how with gutter cleaning in a golf club, you may have a wealthy man and you quote him a price for gutter cleaning or window cleaning or some kind of service, and he kicks against it. He's like, no, no, that's just uh, that's too high. I'm not going to pay that. He won't pay, uh, let's say, the $400. He won't pay that. That's, that's too high. But that man will go out, and he will spend $5,000 on a golf club. Why? 
Because in that man's eye, that golf club has a high perceived value, but that cleaning job has a low perceived value. So that's where we have to do things. There are little things we can do to add to the perceived value of our services so that we could move from the category of just a cleaning service over to the golf club category that people can perceive higher value in our services and be willing to pay more. And would I just explain to you how I handled that situation with that lady? That's one of the things that we can do to increase our perceived value before the customer is that when they complain about price, stay in your ground. When they complain about price, have confidence that your services are worth what you're quoting and then just be polite to them and let them know, okay, you know, uh, okay, let me, uh, I'm here. I'm here if you change your mind and just say it with confidence because you decreased your perceived value if when they kick at the price, you're like a puppy dog and, oh, oh, okay, all right, um, okay, I, I won't do it for $200. I'll do it for $150. You, you, you cheapen yourself. You devalue yourself. You lower your perceived value. Whereas if they see that you stand your ground and other people are paying the price, that they're unwilling to pay, then that signals to them, hey, you know, this is this is a, a high value uh, service here. I mean, if other people are paying that price, and I didn't want to pay it at first, but you know, the, and the man didn't budge, there must be something to this. So, and there's other things. I'm gonna do an episode on this in the future, but there's other things we can do to increase the perceived value of our services. So back to my title, if you don't get any no's, then you're not in the know. That don't panic when you get no's for uh, on your bids because uh, a, a delay may not necessarily be a denial. It may just be a delay. It may just be people testing you, seeing if you'll come down. And then when they really want to use your service, they really see that yours is better than the others, but they're trying you, they're testing you. And some of these people will eventually come back and use your service. So you don't, so, so you want some no's. You don't, you don't want a whole bunch of them, but you want some no's. If you're at about that 75% level, uh, 75% acceptance, 25% rejection, uh, from what I've heard from other professionals, that's a good place to be in. That's where you know that your prices are right for running a profitable business. Thank you for tuning in to the Six Figure Gutter Cleaner Podcast. My hope is that I have said something within this episode that will move you one step closer to becoming a six-figure gutter cleaner. Also, please know that your feedback is valuable to me. So, look me up on Twitter, look up the Six-Figure Gutter Cleaner, look up this episode, and leave me a comment. Tell me what you like, tell me what you don't like, and ask any questions that you may have about professional gutter cleaning so that I may answer your questions in future episodes. So that is all for this episode. Be ready for the next one, and bye for now.